listening to A to the K. 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 Wrestle Talk Podcast. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. As Carl rightly said, it's time for this week in wrestling. So would you like to kick us off, Carl, with the Raw results? I would. Um, So the card this week for Raw, we had Miz TV kicking off the show with special guests The New Day. We had Elias taking on Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. Oh, no, sorry. Can't use that name. Sorry, Riddle. Um, With Riddle picking up the win. Riddle. We had... (laughs) Riddle. We had Lana taking on Shayna Baszler for some fucking reason. Who do you think won that? Shayna Baszler, of course. Of course. Um, we had Riddle again in action with Keith Lee in oh, tag team action, taking off. on Braun Strowman and Sheamus um, with AJ Styles as the special guest referee with Riddle and Keith Lee winning the match. We had the US title on the line. Bobby Lashley took on Titus O'Neil from a feud that okay. happened out of nowhere from about four weeks ago that they never addressed. Um, clearly Titus had... O'Neil's going to win that. <laughs> We had Nia Jax taking on Asuka. Um, we had a seven-man 24-7 title match. And after many, many championship Why? changes, our truth is a champ again for the 87,000th time. Um, we had Mustafa Ali, just Ali, who knows, taking on Ricochet. And the main event of the evening was RK Awesome taking on Drew Day. See what I did there? See what I did I like there? It. Basically, Miz, Morrison, and Orton taking on Drew McIntyre. Um, with the Drew Day picking up the win. Drew Day rocks. Anyway, um, so, highlights, Anthony, of the week. Oh. <laughs> and there's not many, to be honest, but it's <laughs> raw, so you expect nothing less. So, AJ Styles calls a team meeting, and he says they've now found the missing piece in Matt. Riddle. That's right. He fucked it up, just like I did a minute ago. He <laughs> fucked it right up. Um, so Vince is probably fuming. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was hilarious. Um, and then Keith Lee comes out going, um, you know, Mr. Mr. AJ, uh, only, oh, oh, only AJ, you know, as in like, I'm going to take the piss out of you for saying <laughs> Matt Riddle. I'm going to say you're just Wait. AJ, only AJ. Get it? Because <laughs> he um, lolls. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was a clusterfuck, but at the same time, um, yeah, I thought it was quite funny. Um, so Braun Strowman uh, chimes in. He's like, uh, you know what, Seamus, you know, you better watch yourself, otherwise you're going to get these hands. And Seamus is like, yeah, these hands, you're all mouth, aren't you? Why don't you bring them fists? Like, you, you can't, you can't <laughs> write it. Love that, you know, <laughs> I, I actually really love that. I would love to see that feud just on the back of that. Fuck these hands, bring them fists. That is the feud. Um, (laughs) Hands versus fists through WrestleMania. And I realise as I'm describing this, it sounds shit. And it was, and yet it still makes my highlights (laughs) because it was just fucking so shit it was good. And sometimes that's fine. Yeah, it's one of the I have to watch. Um and I mentioned this last week, but I still wanna see it so fucking bad. So Seamus um and Drew McIntyre, they keep having these little conversations, these little things around how they're both from the Catching each other's eyes across the room. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you can feel the sexual energy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just the energy. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But you can feel something. And you know what? I want to see it on OnlyFans. But no, I think I just, I've mentioned this in the past. I I think that they're fantastic. I'm a big fan of like stylistic matchups and 
I can't not laugh because you're just there waiting. So. <laughs> Sorry, you got me. Go on, go on. Um, I'm a big fan of stylistic matchups, and I think um, Seamus and Drew um, are two guys that, like, Seamus gets some shit, man. He gets a lot of shit yeah. of, right, this guy is just like, oh, it's fucking Seamus again. But he's, you know what, this one, good. Like, and again, I think he's just been a victim of booking. Like, yeah. He has got, he's got the chops, you know, he's, he's even got a long tenure in there now, but mm-hmm. when he first hit the main scene, Triple H was really big on him, they pushed him to the moon, they pushed him right to the title scene, that wasn't the right move, then it's like, well, he's a big guy, but, you know, we don't really know what to do with him, so let's keep him mid-card and just have him squashing people randomly, well, and exactly. stupid few, like, the, the booking's never been, I'm not saying they've all been bad, but the booking's never been particularly great for Sheamus, and it's not his fault, he is talented. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so for me, I thought, you know, I, I'm, it's definitely building to something. I like, it's going to build to Seamus and Drew, and I'm on board for that. Inject it into my veins. I want to see it. Make <laughs> it happen. Um, what I don't want to see, um, surprisingly, considering how much I like the pair of them, is Ali and Ricochet. And it was solid. It makes the highlights. Don't get me wrong. And it was easily the best match of the night. So again, you know, why, I'm, why am I shitting on this? I just... Well, mm. What I really need to know is, a retribution here to destroy WWE or just Ricochet? <laughs> like I don't know why Retribution are here, if I'm honest, at this <laughs> point. Like honestly, like we've made no mention of mediums or reckonings. Sorry. I don't want to sound like the referee on the night. Um, the weird fit that she had a couple of fucking weeks ago. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know why they're even here. But yeah. yeah that being said, the match, destroy the, <laughs> the match was, was clearly the best of the night. Um, the finish was good. It kept Ricochet looking strong. And yeah, I don't know. Obviously, they're the leaning towards Ricochet maybe join, uh, joining the fucking retribution thing. But yeah, hopefully not. And he doesn't even need to change his name. It kind of gels well with it, doesn't it? <laughs> Reckoning. Ricochet. Ricochet. <laughs> I mean, that's a fantastic one. Um, and then lastly, the main event, I didn't really mind it. Um, I liked that Randy Orton didn't wrestle um, and he kind of just like left the match and just let it happen and kind of was a big coward. I quite like that, to be fair. So that was good. That's for the O'Shites. I don't, I'm going to oh, gloss over these oh. just because of time. But gloss basically, away, man. opening segments, Miz Morrison booking a three on three match. Orton was fuming, comes out. He's like, you know what, Miz? You should fight me like a man. The only thing that you've got is the briefcase and that means nothing, blah, blah, blah. New Day come out and we're like, well, you know, we want to watch up close this this match. And then Miz and Morrison are there like, well, we're going to side with Randy Orton, actually. And then they all beat down New Day. McIntyre comes out and then Miz and Morrison take him out. RKO. Um, so, yeah, just shit. <laughs> Why? Because. <shit> <laughs> Why? Um, we had Elias against Jeff versus Riddle. <sighs> like, is this the, is this the best... Of, of of the roster, is this the best we can offer up to the team? None of them are exactly flying right now. Like Elias would have been my choice, um, if I'm honest, but that yeah. didn't happen. Riddle, you know, he's lost pretty much every match he's had on Raw thus far, and yet he still ends up winning this one. And but he says in the team, bro, bro. Um, so fine, okay. Um, Gulak shows up. He wants to join the hair business. He's dressed all stylish, <laughs> little pimping Drew Gulak going on, and then they go nah. Beat him up. And then our truth wins the belt. Okay. 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 Um, so, Lana. Hmm. So, during this match, <laughs> during this match, um, Dana and Mandy Rose are on commentary. And after the loss, Dana has the audacity to say, Come on, Lana. What are we going to do with her? And it's like, are you fu- Who the fuck are you? 
Like, are you messing? <laughs> like, Dana Brooke, okay. Um, and then... <laughs> That's seasoned veteran, Dana Brooke. Then, seasoned veteran, Dana Brooke, goes on um, and fucks up her post-match interview. Um, fucking up her, her own line by going by saying, you're, you're, we saved your, your butts, Lana. So, okay, cool, Dana. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes tons of sense. Tons of sense. <laughs> um, so, that happened. Um, I <laughs> that was a thing um, but yeah so anyway the whole point Lana is all alone hasn't got any friends blah blah blah, blah. Um, so that is that <laughs> just is the way line. WWE wanted a booker pretty much um, and then I'm going to throw this out there I would love to know your thoughts the Raw yeah. men's Survivor Series team is basically Retribution 2.0 so AJ is Ali Sheamus mm. is T-Bar Strowman is Mace <laughs> Riddle is Slapjack and Lee is Reckoning, which is pretty shocking because he's banging Reckoning at the moment. So, work that one out. But, <laughs> Had a reckoning like, all literally, <laughs> literally, they are like for like at this point. And it, you, mm. you, can't, you look at it and you're just like, well, why the, why the fuck would you care about the Raw team? Would because they're basically an fucking retribution. A very interesting booking point of view if Reckoning had made a point of becoming the Survivor Series team in an effort to ruin WWE. Wouldn't that have been an interesting turn of events? Too interesting, Anthony, for television. People don't get it. They don't tune in. We have to explain everything every week anyway. Yeah. Every week we have to remind them who reckoning Too is. Too ambitious. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I just thought it was basically a repeat of last week, the match, except this time we had Riddle and Mick. So yeah, seen, seen it, done it, whatevs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lashley and Titus was just shite. It was pointless. And I think as, as I was saying, you were like, that made sense. Exactly. Like, just yeah. didn't make any sense. Because, you know, we know that it's going to be O'Neill versus um, Sami Zayn at Survivor Series, obviously. Obviously. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of pointless... <laughs> Naya, Naya took on Asuka and who cares um, another DQ finish Anthony because you know they can't make anyone look strong ever um, and then after the fact Team Raw implodes Anthony and no. guess what Naya injures someone else she fucks up Mandy Rose <laughs> she's fucked her up bad style she gets like, it and legit. throws her out the ring and she's legit fucked so I don't know what they're going to do. I didn't know if that was a work or not because I saw the footage of her falling off. No, she's fucked. She basically gets her and throws her off the ring, but it was too fast and she didn't settle herself and her arm went under her, so I think she's got I'll give Nia though. Some of the blame is on Mandy there, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it was was a bad bump, but at the same time, Nia gets it and literally fucking launches it. So she hasn't really got much time to do (laughs) fucking anything else. So yeah, you can actually hear her shouting, wait. (laughs) She threw (laughs) her, whatever. (laughs) Nia's got a job to do. She's not time to wait for people. No. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe a little bit on Mandy, but mostly on my own. Um, the 24-7 title, seven man. Wow. Um, like, the hardcore title, Anthony, we spoke about this. The hardcore title, if that was defended in a seven-man match, it would have been fucking epic. Some True. of the best matches I could, like I recall um, are just like those hardcore matches that we had where it was like a fucking a clock challenge or something and everyone's going, like, they were fantastic. Mm. This was shit. It was a clusterfuck. This is the problem. Awful. How good does this sound when I say it like this, Carl? Let's take the hardcore championship, the hardcore title, yeah? Mm -hmm. We'll take the hardcore out of it. (laughs) PG era. Let's do that. How good does that sound to you? Yeah, pretty shit. Um, (laughs) Just like this match. And like the thing is, you know I'm a bit of a wrestling purist, if you will. And Mm. I, you know, it's still real to me, damn it. I will say it again, right? (laughs) But I get invested (laughs) in things. Like, 
when I had my brief wrestling training, I remember someone saying to me, why would you lie there motionless and kick out to two and a half? You would want to look like you want to kick out at one, right? It's like, exactly. you know what? Yeah. That's fucking, that makes so much sense. British wrestling. Yeah, it could be an effort. Here, makes sense, right? In this match, literally, people took no damage, got rolled up, <laughs> win. There's nothing rolled I up, can do. Win. Rolled up, win. It's like, kick out. Yeah. Like, they want that quick turnover, unfortunately. At the, like, like, at this point, they care more around probably setting a record for the most fucking... Like, that is where I think they're going with it. They're going to go with the most fucking title changes or something for any belt. He's like already, the, like, mid-40s, isn't he? On title defences and our title changes now. He's already yeah. been a 40-odd time champion. It's getting fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, it made no sense. But I, just, I hate that when someone just rolls someone up and they can't kick out. They've had no damage. It's like, schoolboy... Yeah, I'm gonna sit here and wait. But they don't even they want to kick what? out. Like, they just lie there, and it pisses me off. It's so it's lazy. The I, I feel like I mean no offense when I say this, uh, Maria Canellas, who's clearly listening to this. <coughs> but the uh, the most interesting of twenty four. <laughs> you right there, Carl? She was nearly whiskey all over my laptop. <laughs> um, Sorry, go on. The most interesting the twenty four seven title ever was was when Mike Bennett won it, and she insisted they lie down and let her pin her. I mean, let if she it. insisted. That you lay down and she pins you. <laughs> I mean, okay, but <laughs> my point is, like, they actually tried to put a little bit of story work in there at least because they had the whole um because he was Mike Canellis in WWE and they had the whole sort of she he was a cook basically yeah he, he was, was a cook yeah. and she was just like I want the title and he was like okay dear and um, that was probably the most and I didn't think it should be or would be but that I think that is genuinely the most interesting thing they did with the 24-7 title, because everything else has just been, oh, Truth wins it again. And I think yeah. it wouldn't be remiss if I didn't call out the worst spot of the whole wrestling ever, where there was this weird little Tucker Gulak triple pin roll-up thing that happened. So not only do I not like schoolboy pins that people can't kick out of, but what, what, what makes that worse <laughs> is when schoolboy pin, oh no, hang on, now he's getting pinned. Now, okay, we've, like, why? That is literally just to get multiple title changes. That is the He's only reason. Rolling around. Like, we can chat around fucking MJF and Jericho doing a fucking dinner debonair. All this stupid shit that happens in the world of wrestling that we're like, wow. There's nothing more unbelievable to me than someone who just gets rolled up for a three count without any damage. And it goes, no, no, no. And, and you know what's pins. more insulting? You know what's more insulting, Carl, right? At least dinner debonair was meant to be a comedy skit. It was meant to be ridiculous and over the top. This is meant to be a match. You can't really call it that. It was something. It was it, it was, was a segment. Something. It was a segment. Um, and then lastly, Anthony, my final Oshite. Adam fucking Pierce, this guy, you know, he's apparently the guy in charge for some reason. Who knows? Um, Who knows? But he's announced Orton versus Drew McIntyre next week for the title. Of course. And then Randy Orton's like, you know, Do you why? know what? <laughs> it's a course correction because nobody wants a Drew to lose. Well, there is that. I mean, I don't think they're going to go like go through with it. For me, I think they can't I think get they the Rock and Roman at Mania, which is where they were going to go. And so I Rock think Roman. Through Roman at Mania. So I think the whole stuff, spoilers, the foreshadowing that we saw at SmackDown this week um, is probably leading See, up to what For me, I think they risk pissing a lot of people off having that back and forth at SmackDown, which we'll talk about, and then not having Drew being the one at Survivor Series. I think they're going to piss a lot of people I off. I think they do, but I, th- I think they won't have Roman lose, and I think it'll piss more people off having Drew lose to Roman. So you I think, think Roman's going to go over Randy. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Uh, get all over Randy, and then uh, Drew's <laughs> going to come out. 
Well, I, I mean, there's, there's nothing more sure in the wrestling business than Roman going over Randy at this point. I think Drew will get involved, and I think it'll be Drew that costs Randy, whatever. But yeah, Roman's maybe. going over, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's the only way they can sort of save it if they have Drew involved in the match. Yeah. Because Definitely. I'd be, for me, I'm, I'm like expecting him to lose the title at Raw. Mm. No, win the title at Raw. Who am I talking about? Who knows? <laughs> 24-7 title? Someone's winning. That one, yeah. yeah. I'm expecting <laughs> R-Truth to go up against Randy Orton. <laughs> Again? Oh, shit. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, for me, like, Adam Pearce is meant to be this guy who's like, you know, I'm now in charge, but I'm not an in-your-face authority figure. Okay, I don't like it, but I can buy it, whatever. And then Orton comes out, he's all pissed, and then, you know, Pearce is like, well, I'm just the messenger. So, who are you then? Because... Who are you? <laughs> like, I thought you were the fucking authority. Like, who are you? If you're the messenger, who is... Is it Hornswoggle? Is it still Hornswoggle? Oh, Has fuck. it not changed? Has it's it... Still it's like, are we going to have Michael Cole being like, oh, I'm sorry, I have your attention, please. Like, is it... Like, I don't I don't get what's right. changed. I don't okay. get it. You've, you've convinced me. Next week's segment is going to be the absolute worst payoffs in WWE storylines. <laughs> okay. Because that was one of them. That was definitely one of them. I'll take that. Let's do that. Let's, Let's do, do that. that. Guys, remind us because we're going to forget. Just let us know. That's, that's our segment <laughs> for next week. So, Anthony, that was Raw. And I, I'm actually going to rate it higher than last week. I am. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that's because last week got a 0.5 and this is getting a fucking one because it was still um, shit. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the shit last week, to be fair. I'm totally on giving last. you that one. I totally agree. Couldn't I'm agree so more. disappointed because I was so like excited. Like, like you know, you mentioned before that you know, Rollins stole all the good stuff from SmackDown, brought it to Raw, left 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 dancing. I did mention all upset and whatever once or twice. But, yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, I was happy at one point, and now they've already turned it back shit again. So yeah, I'm not happy anymore. So that was Raw, Anthony. And we've got, I'm going to look at it, we've got 25 minutes. Can you cover NXT in 25 minutes? I can cover NXT in 10, but I think we need to stop at NXT. <laughs> I agree. Cut onto Whiskey and Wrestling and do the other So but, just for anyone listening at this point, who's going to stay for the whole show? So you're going to get Raw, somewhat okay. You're going to get NXT, somewhat okay. Whiskey and Wrestling's going to happen. And then yeah. Dynamite and SmackDown. You probably won't be able to fucking understand us, but... Sorry about that. I mean, we've had complaints that you can't understand us anyway. <laughs> that so is true. That after is Whiskey true. and Wrestling, probably not Don't great. even get me started on complaints. Fucking Apple Podcast Review Guy. Anyway. Apple Podcast Review Guy. Anyway. Who just decided anyway. to ignore the first... Po- anyway, sorry. Anyway. anyway, let's talk about NXT, right? Let's talk about it. So th- as far as the card goes, Carl, we saw Johnny Gargano going up against Leon... Leon? Leo? Ruff? <laughs> 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 going up against Leon Ruff um, for the North American title with Leon Ruff taking the win. What? 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 We saw Santos Escobar taking on Atlas for the Cruiserweight title with Santos Escobar taking the win. We saw a, a, a promo, I think, with um, Zaya Lee, Boa, and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, we saw Candice LeRae. Who the fuck is Boa? Boa. He's the, he's the guy who keeps handing a, a post. He's the postman. The postman okay. Boa. Postman Boa. And his black and white cat. Mm-hmm. We saw Candice LeRae going up against Tony Storm, but Candice LeRae taking the win. We saw Dexter Loomis going up against Tim Thatcher, with Tim Thatcher taking the win. We saw Only Lorcan and Danny Birch taking on Bree Zango for the tag titles, with uh, Birch and Lorcan taking the win. And that's the card. So as far as highlights go, Carl, I'm going to give it its credit. Right? The tag match. And all included shenanigans, 
McCaff being the biggest fucking hero in the world, world helping them win. We saw Pete Dunne knocking the fuck out of uh, Drake Maverick, who wants a bit of revenge for his tag team partner. We saw Breezango coming out with a more serious tone to them because the situation merited perfect. That's exactly how they should be. Be goofballs when it's time to be goofballs, right? Everything worked for me. Fully enjoyed the main event tag match. Really enjoyable. What did you think, Al? Um, yeah. Okay. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> he cool. was fine. So, another one, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. Gargano's upset loss, I actually quite liked. I, 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 I don't know. The way Gargano's playing his character at the minute, the way he deliberately picked Ruff um, with his clearly corrupted wheel to, um, to be his opponent and expected to win. The only thing I'm not enamored about was um, the suggestion that they might be keeping a feud between him and Priest going. I don't need that was a mm. really good match. I don't need to see another one. It's not going to compare. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But obviously, because Priest was there to give the distraction in the audience, it kind of suggests there might be something. That's the only downside to it. Otherwise, I actually really don't mind this. I'm a bit struggling to see where they're going to go with Ruff being the North American title holder. No, I think for me it was the surprise factor. I was like, "What yes. the fuck?" Like I didn't expect it. All oh, right. Well, well, I think that's how it played because like, I get caught off guard. And Gargano was very cocky about it. So it worked because he was just as shocked as us. And the whole thing worked for me. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And dare I say it, Carl, my last highlight is actually Escobar going up against Atlas. And that's just purely because it was a much better match than I gave it credit for. I didn't want to see them. Didn't want to see the match. Weren't bothered about it. But the quality of the match, to be fair to them, they have really good chemistry together in the ring. Can't deny that. You know, overall, I'm a bothered about it. Was Escobar taking the win the right decision? Yeah. But, you know, I've got to give a credit with credit due because I wasn't expecting this to be enjoyable at all. And it was a much better match than I thought it would be. So as far as the O'Shites go, Carl, <laughs> My we're, we're rolling through it. Rolling mm. through it, man. Uh, <laughs> Loomis and Thatcher. Now, this needs a little bit of moan about, I'm afraid. I was enjoying this match. I was all for this match. Loomis going... I, I even said last week, I don't know what they're going to do with Thatcher. He's fucking useless now. I'm not liking the Thatcher's Thatch can segments. And then they put him up against Dexter Loomis. Two hard-hitting fucking big men. And I'm like okay, this could work, and we had a really good match for a little bit. And then what happens? Fucking Cameron Grimes happens. That's what happens. So we see Tim Thatcher taking the win due to shenanigans. And what are we doing? We're going to keep a feud going between Cameron Grimes and, and Dexter Loomis. Why? Who knows? No idea. Carl? no idea. I mean, for me, any The most disappointing Dexter... end to a fucking match. Anytime Dexter Loomis loses, I'm obviously very upset. So... <laughs> didn't make any sense thing is guys we want to see a feud between him and Tim Thatcher that would make both of them really quite well it makes him actually relevant for a while but well yeah I mean really Tim has feud. been re- relevant since the fucking uh, thing with Riddle has he so oh Riddle took Tim time. with him fucking hell <laughs> um, but this feud would have worked for me and instead you're going to try and have Cameron Grimes involved again like some people love Cameron Grimes they think he's really funny and stuff but I'm not I'm not over on his character and he, he just doesn't stack up stature or skill wise to Dexter Loomis so why would I want to watch this maybe because we'll get an actual match that's the only way I can see it being workable mm. didn't really get a match in the Halloween Havoc stuff so mm. uh. yeah I mean to be honest I think that is probably the reason like because yeah so they can have an actual wrestling match yeah like I don't like I don't even know if circumstances dictated why they had to have that weird little Halloween match or whether it was just like a decision. But I think maybe they want to see them have a in-ring contest or something. But yeah, I'm not I'm not digging any of it. So as far as other O'Shites go, Carl, um, I found this one. It's not a major O'Shites, but it's a bit weird that they kind of revealed um, Indy Hartwell as the, the masked person helping out Candice LaRange, Johnny Gargano. It's like, mm. did you guys forget that you, we knew fully well who it was before Halloween Havoc? 
<laughs> but we didn't like I know she come out wearing a screen mask, but she gave them a new TV. She made it very clear that she was helping out Candice LeRae in the Battle Royal. Who else was it going to be? Why are you acting like it's a reveal, a surprise? Mm. We all knew. Everyone knew. I mean, maybe Candice LeRae didn't know, but I knew. Anyway, that was weird. Um, and again, like I might just be shitting on something that's not even built properly yet, but this whole stuff with Zia Lee, like, I don't think they're giving us enough. I feel like it, it's playing too slow and too subtle for me to even care, and I think it's going to fall flat. Like, ooh, Boa handed her another letter and there was an old man involved or something or whatever, Like, and they cancelled the match between her and Raquel. Yeah, Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I'm like, I, 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 I don't get it, but you're not giving me enough to, to, to understand it, so I'm kind of checked out on this. Now, I want your opinion on this, Carl, because I know you're, you're a big sucker for the mystery. <laughs> um, Do you care about the mystery letters? No. <laughs> no. Is like, that because there's absolutely no clues to work with? I mean, it's because I just don't really, I just, I just don't care. Like, I, it's something which I think doesn't need to happen. It doesn't need to shape part of the of, of the show. So they can be as like mysterious as they want. I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy into it because I just don't care. They've not made me care about it at all. Mm. Yeah, um, and that's the problem. And I think it is gonna fall flat for that reason. Whatever the reveal is, and that's me, O'Shites. As far as the rating goes, Carl, I'm actually gonna give it a three. I think the match quality was actually quite good. Some stuff didn't land, but overall, a decent week for NXT. I'm on board. I'm happy. Wow. Okay. I think um, for me, and I don't know whether it's because it's not my, it's not my job. It's not my Wednesday <laughs> night show. It's not my Wednesday night show. Um, but for me, it's a two because I just didn't really care about that much of it. Like I thought, you know, the shock factor of Gargano was definitely, you know, like holy shit, like <laughs> like. I, that that was the the best thing about the whole show for me. It's just the fact that I was so surprised by it, um, and it just kind of caught me off guard. But the rest of it was just very meh. Like you know the stuff we mentioned, like Dexter and Thatcher and all that kind of stuff with with Priest and everything like happening. I just yeah, I don't know. For me, it just wasn't that good. So I think a two is definitely fair. Yeah. Okay. I can I say I can understand. I probably enjoyed the match quality a bit more, mm. um, which is what made me go yeah. for the three. But, yeah, I can totally get where you're coming from. Nice. Nice. So we'll be back covering AEW's Dynamite, the All Right Wednesday show, and <laughs> Friday Night SmackDown after this break. So, Carl, let's uh, talk about AEW's Dynamite, shall we? So, once again, the Superior Wednesday show consisted of a card of Brian Cage taking on Matt Seidel. They definitely didn't botch that entrance in the Battle Royal. Nah. Um, nah. Never happened. Nope. Um, with Cage picking up the win. Then we had uh, Cozy. Uh, Cozy. <laughs> Cozy. I, sneezed. I sneezed. It's fine. Um, I'm Cody. Not even edit it out. <laughs> People are going to know you sneezed. No. I was like, trying my best. Cozy addresses <laughs> his TNT title loss. Um, we have a bunkhouse match, Anthony. The first bunkhouse match since the Dusty Rhodes era. Okay. Of the Nightmare Family taking on Butcher and the Blade with so Nightmare, Nightmare Family win. Fatal to win, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you call that? Crazy. Um, we had MJF inducted into the inner circle finally. Um, surely there'll be no problems with that. Never. They will all gel cohesively. Yeah. Cohesive. Um, we had Scorpio Sky taking on Sean Spears for some reason, with Sean Spears picking up the win for some okay. reason. Um, we had Red Velvet taking on Tay Conti, with Tay Conti picking up the win. And the main event of the evening was a rematch of grand proportion. We had Penta 
taking on Phoenix 2 with Penta picking up. So, highlights, which is pretty much most Ooh. of the show. Um, we had... So, the Cage Seidel match was pretty good, to be fair. I thought it was really good. Um, I actually dare say it was a almost a... Not a redemption is probably not the right word, but it, it made up for the, um, the box yeah. debut, let's say. Defo, defo. Um, I think when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't going to be that good, to be mm. fair, because... It felt a little bit mismatched in some senses, but... Yeah, and I think, yeah. like, realistically, we forget how athletic Cage is, um, mm. and Seidel... Yeah, it's easy it, done. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, Seidel's obviously a fantastic worker, but this match itself really kind of came home, so... Um, load of reversals, load of like end to end stuff, um, and you know, quite a lot of cl- uh, close calls as well. I like there was times where I was like, Holy shit, Sidal is gonna win this, but he did not, um, surprisingly. So, you know, great contest. Um, I thought Taz obviously was on commentary throughout the whole thing as well. I thought he did a really good job despite what he did earlier in the night, um, which we will come on to in the O'Shite. But on commentary, he was good. And I'm going to give him the highest compliment I can possibly give, which is he reminded me a little bit of Bobby Heenan um, on commentary. Okay. And I fucking love Bobby Heenan. So, I don't, you know, I actually, I can't remember what segment it was, but I remember one of our unique segments. You alluded to Bobby Heenan on commentary. Yeah, Bobby and, is uh, the greatest commentator of all time. I love him. He is fantastic. There's so many of my favorite matches he called, and he added so much more to that match than you know anything could possibly add, really. Um, mm. So for me to, to, to say Taz reminded me of Bobby Heenan is a massive thing. So I'm going to shit on him in a bit, but at the same time, I thought he was fantastic on commentary. I think yeah. the way he reacted to Cage almost losing and like, come on, kick out, kick out, it just reminded me so much of, of, of Bobby. So well, there you are, Taz. We both love and hate you. <laughs> we love we love to hate you, Saz. We love to hate you. Um next we had a Cody Rhodes promo. And Yay. I am a big fan of Cody Rhodes promos. Um but yeah, I don't know, this one. So, you know, it's still a highlight, so I'm not gonna shit on it. But he basically was like, Can I wanna congratulate Darby Allen because no one's congratulated Darby Allen. I'm like, you pretty much bent over and gave me your ass last week, but you know. Like, we're not, yeah, that's the thing. Are we forgetting the fact that you got down on one knee? Forget that. Um, You know, no one has congratulated him, apparently. So he's going to take the opportunity to do so. And then who comes out? Is it Brody Lee? Is it, you know, anyone? No, it's Jade Cargill. Yeah. Um, And I'm not, I don't mean to, I feel like I'm being dismissive of it. Like, she seems like she's going to be a really good addition to the women's roster. Her placement in coming out to give Cody shit seems a bit odd. Well, yeah, um, I thought, I was like, who is this bitch? Um, and then <laughs> she showed up and, you know what, she was quite good. I think, yeah. you know, unfairly, she's taken quite a bit of slack on the internet um, around her promo. People say, you know, they shouldn't have done that. Um, it was too soon and she wasn't very good, blah, blah, blah. I, I honestly, that... I've, had, I've seen people moaning about the fact that Brandy used the term ratchet. It's like, <laughs> I mean, people like to moan. But, no, I thought her promo was pretty good. Um, came out, kind of emasculated Cody, and almost built towards um, Cody taking on some sort of giant or someone who is, you know, at least bigger than him. Anyway, um, and she I kind know. of alluded yeah, to... Yeah, Gonzalez, isn't it? <laughs> well, it could be. But she kind of alluded to the fact it was going to be Shaq. Um, and, obviously, you're a big Shaq fan, being a Miami Heat fan at all. 
Um, but he betrayed us. He betrayed us and left. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I mean, he was Lakers before he was Miami anyway. And he was yeah, Orlando honest, he before he was Lakers. Like, so. In the grand scheme, I know I was hyped at the time. I even got the O'Neal jersey. But in the grand scheme, he didn't add much to Miami. No offence, Jack. But uh, let's be honest. Let's be honest about these things. <laughs> Where did he go after that? Detroit? Did he go to Detroit? I feel like he joined the Pistons for a while. I don't know. I feel like maybe. I might be wrong on that too. Maybe. I don't really know. I, don't know. I stopped caring about him at that point. Yeah. Um, I didn't really care about him that like, much anyway. Me too. But, you know... Uh, either way, um, so Jade Cargill is alluding to Shaq taking on Cody Rhodes, but I would sooner see, all over Cody. I would sooner see Cody Jade, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but basically she shits all over Cody, and who comes out is Sassy Brandy, and I fucking loved her. Like, oh, like you gotta Brandy. like Brandy with a bit of sass, don't you? <laughs> like Brandy, I'm a massive fan of um, her YouTube show. A shot of brandy and that, that kind of stuff. I think she's fantastic. She's so I don't know. She's just sound and like I just think I, I would love to just <laughs> car going full scale. She's just she's bluff. just fucking bastard. No, she is sound and I would love if she <laughs> brought me on a show, brandy. I would love to have a shot of brandy with you, but yeah. no, I and think she neither of us can cook for shit, but we'll try. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a chef. I make a carbonara. It is a carbonara, but it's carbonara. Well, well, there you go. That's the shot of Rally right the there. Italian carbonara. cream, just eggs, just the uh, the guanciale, the um, the pancetta. You could do a carbonara the, with um, a shot of uh, a shot of the yeah, Black, famous grousey. <laughs> All them things. Um, but yeah, so I think Brandy's boss, and I think she came out and she cut a promo that was. Um, Probably one of the best promos she's ever given. I think, like... Almost impassioned, I dare say. Almost. Like, it felt a little bit forced, so please forgive me. But at the same time, it didn't take away from the fact that it was awesome. You know, she was like, I don't know. I, I don't want to... <laughs> Let's be I honest, I don't want to impersonate. I, I was so close to impersonating it. I was like, I probably no, shouldn't. Don't. don't. Please you don't. keep the show going. Please don't. But now, it was fucking good. Yeah. Here's the thing. What people are not giving the credit for is they've simultaneously booked a potential match between Shaq for some reason and Cody, which whatever. Um, but the building up potentially, and I hope the building up a few between this Jay Cargill and Brandy, which I'm, I'm in for. Yeah. Let's watch that. I'm going in. <laughs> she would say. Um, and then yeah. um, it's like, yeah, let's cause what does uh, AW need help with the women's roster? So what do we need to build feuds up for the women's roster? Yeah. And then Cody's going to fight a giant guy. <laughs> Cody's going to fight a girl. And I did nothing for the women's roster. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that I thought was good. We had the bunkhouse match. Um, and do you know what? It was fucking brutal, man. It was so good. Um, action-packed. Um, like the bunny um, character that we've been missing for so long. She's been like TJ's bitch, hasn't she? Um, she was fantastic. And I still think she went by the name Ali, mm-hmm. if I'm honest, but... And I keep doing this. I keep calling him TJ, but it's QT. It's QT. TJ. TJ Perkins? Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe. TJ Perkins, QT, Marshall, same thing. They're like interchangeable. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, but obviously, she's been uh, QT's bitch for a while. Um, but yeah, as, like Ali is fantastic as this heel, psycho, like crazy bitch. And, you know, it came through in this match. She... Yeah, I'm still not sure what the whole decision process was for removing her from them, but I like the AEW for at least going, that's not working, let's fix that. Well, yeah. Um, 
you know, the only downside is they've done that quite a bit. And it's kind of related to most of Brandy Rhodes' uh, feuds. So, yeah, but um, it's better than WWE going, no, no, we're going to stick with the seven-month program we've got on this all well, thing. Yeah, there is that. Um, but no, I think it was a wise decision. Um, she was involved, an absolute psychopath, as I love. Um, and she was, like, cutting open fucking cutie's forehead with a screwdriver or something. Like, it was good. She was a psycho. And I loved it. Um, every single bit of it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think... Um, there was a segment that took place, um, and there was a segment that took place. I, I will <laughs> totally agree with you on that. There was one of them. Um, <sighs> you for made me. Those of you wondering, we have hit one a.m. We have hit one a.m. We are post whiskey and wrestling. It's a terrible. We are post whiskey. We are full Tony, of whiskey. We love Tony, but he fucking we love chats Tony. on. Right. So. Yes. That was a much, much longer conversation than we thought we got. <laughs> it was. Well, much appreciated in every so, sense. An hour, and, an hour and 30 minutes is what we got. Um, but no, I think, guys. yeah, I think Ali was fantastic. And I think it might be the same spot I was talking about before. To be fair. Um, there was there was a point in the match, it probably was Ali, where she got... I'm just trying to bait you on again. Um, and, they, <laughs> um, and they tried to um, basically cut open uh, QT's head with... Something people were like, it's spares. Was it well cowboys? And other people were like, no, it's scissors. We don't really know, but yeah, I thought basically it will remain a mystery. It's good. Um, it will remain a mystery. Um, MJF, I thought um, his induction to the inner circle was good. Um, people have shat over this saying it was quite weak. I thought it was quite good. Um, you know, it's been. <laughs> he was like, it's been a long and hard five years in the business. <laughs> five years. Um, he took a small loan of a million dollars from his parents um, and you know he's at to See, survive and... I could be wrong and you know any angry American might want to correct me on this but I feel like this promo was a direct shot at Trump who with a small loan from his dad became a millionaire the small not. loan being in the Surely millions not. we've seen no like politic related things <laughs> but um, yeah very in keeping with, with MJF's character for me to be honest yeah. Um, no, I thought it was awesome. It was just like, you know, we've done all this, done all that. Um, it's been building up this moment. You know, he's had the pressure of being a ratings ruler at such a young age. He will not give up on the fact that ratings ruler is shit. Um, and it's good that he carries on doing it. Um, and then he ended up writing some poetry, which ended up being him stealing lyrics from Drake. So, fair play. Um, and then... I don't know. I think the final kind of um, icing on the cake was the whole thing with him and Sammy. We saw it a couple of weeks ago. We saw it like um, quite a lot, to be fair. But he basically didn't invite Sammy to the show. And he was like, I sent you an email. And Sammy was like, I got the email. You said to be at the beach. He was like, no, I sent you an other email. It's like, I didn't get the email. And like, it was just like, you can see the dynamics building up towards MJF versus Sammy in the short term. Yeah, I think that's I something can live with that. I want to see. Both, I, see I mean, we saw that match kind of anyway, and the athleticism out of both was awesome. Yeah, true. That. Um, Tay Conti um, showed up in a match yeah. against Red Velvet. Yeah. Um, it was good. Do you know what? I thought it was really solid. Um, and I think, you know, we've spoken quite a bit at length around the AW Women division. Um, and I thought, you know, for two young up-and-comers, I thought they put on a fantastic show, really. I mean, uh, to be honest, like, the more I see of Take On T, I'm like, WWE really missed the mark here, dropping it. The more you see of Take On Exactly. That's well, no, like, they, they missed the mark, didn't they? Let's be honest, she is. She's very talented. 
and um, why they let her go, I don't know. But an AEW game, she's actually going to be, uh, I'll say it now, Carl, she's going to be a staple of the women's roster for AEW in, in years to come. Well, she absolutely has the uh, t- the toolkit to do that, um, I think. Yeah, that's one way Interestingly, she's got a weird sort of dynamic at the minute where she's not in the dark order but Anna Jay is like being the dark order and it's like not really mm-hmm. happening and they're not really on the same page so yeah I don't really know a half in there yeah I'm going half in would mm-hmm. <laughs> would be the show um, and then the final highlight Anthony is the main event and it was Penta Phoenix 2 Penta Phoenix Penta Phoenix 2 um, and as per the first show um, that we saw, these guys are—they're so yeah. good. The um, technical ability in the ring is awesome. It's—it's like, it's not going to be an uninteresting match, is it? Let's be honest. It's a wrestling clinic. It is a clinic. A cl- um, you know, they are two brothers who know each other inside out. They know the wrestling business inside out. They've been active on the scene for years, and just like we saw in the first uh, match that they had. This was fantastic. Um, this time, Penta picked the win, which was different to the first one. Um, mm. Obviously, uh, Phoenix picked up the win in the original, but couldn't defend due to an injury. Um, so it was nice to see Penta pick up the win in this one. And then after the match, Kingston came out, uh, who was on commentary, and tried to convince Penta that you know he doesn't need Phoenix anymore, and it's like him and Kingston, blah, blah, blah. Serious heel tactics. Um, and who comes out? It's Pac makes his return and tries to be like a bit upset about the fact that he wanted to have Death Triangle and it didn't happen and now he kind of wants it back again. Mm. So the question is, is it pack to the future? I love it. I love it. Um, And then the only two O'Shites of the evening, Anthony. So the Taz promo. I mentioned it before. I think on commentary, it was fantastic. um, Very... You know, I can't give him any higher praise, really. I thought he was amazing well, on commentary. Yeah, he likened them to Bobby the Brain Heenan. Well, exactly. Um, but the actual opening promo that he did, um, I don't know, he, he spent more time hyping up um, Matt Seidel than he did actually hyping up Cage or, you know, Starks mm. or anyone on Team Taz. So mm. it Team felt Taz, a bit weird. Um, and I, I don't know, I think he tried to allude to, like, you know, Darby Cody and that kind of stuff. And it was, I don't know, it felt a bit flat. It just didn't really land in terms of the opening promo. Um, but yeah, on commentary, he was great. So I don't really want to take away from him too much, but I can't, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it as a O'Shite because it was, it was bad. Um, and the final O'Shite, the second and <clears throat> is we had, <laughs> a, <laughs> we had a post Cody Rhodes promo, um, which is a bit annoying to be honest. Um, so basically, Cody and Darby are now going to team up, even though they course, just fought yeah. each other. And, you know, blah, blah, they've got so much respect. They're going to team up and take on the greater evil of Team Taz. Um, and, like, Taz. you know, it's minor things. And I've spoken about this quite a bit. But the fact that they played Darby's music, and what, like, if he, if he came up from the back and he was like, you know what, I'm going out and like play my music sound, he was coming down from the audience and it was just like, his music played. And it I think so you've um, not specifically about Derby. I think you've had complaints about that before, haven't you? Where it's like, why did the music play? Like, yeah. doesn't make like, any sense. Sometimes, I, I dare say I think it was Drew McIntyre that you last yeah. complained about this about. It's not just AEW. It's when it doesn't make sense for music to play. Like, exactly. it's fine for someone to come out and just 
get involved. You don't have to do like the whole, oh, we're going to play the music so you know who you are. Like we know who they are without the music <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. So, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously after the whole shenanigans, Will Hobbs came out um, for no reason really. He came out with a chair again and slammed the chair down a few times. And it's like, well, what and are you really Hobbs? doing? Like it made sense when Lance Archer was part of um, Team Taz momentarily. Now that he's not anymore, what is Will Hobbs doing? Because so, where's Lance? Who knows? Who knows? Okay, at least we know that he's away. He's away. I'm um, I'm, I'm reassured in the fact that we know we don't know. It's good. I know that you don't know that I don't know. So I they don't, don't know, know that we know, know they know. That I don't know that you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was the show. Um, and for me, there's only two. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Before what? we get on to anything further, any ratings, you know, shites, shall we talk about Tony Khan making some very bold statements before Dynamite that made people maybe overhyped for Dynamite, saying that this was going to change the landscape of wrestling and the oh. in actual fact, it ended up being pack returning. Should we mention well, this? Well, why would we talk about that? Because it you know, acts unfavorably to my favorite show. Um, okay. Never <laughs> happened. Let's crack on. So okay. I believe, Anthony, they actually plan to have Okada or someone from any... See, this is why I wanted to mention it, because I've heard that they, they had something planned that was much bigger, mm. and it never panned out, so it ended up being Pac. Now, Pac was always in return, weird, obviously, but... To be fair. But um, I think, you know what? Tony Khan's done this a few times. He's like... He's gone out and said, you know, this, that, do that, and it, it, it's not happened. And, uh, you know... Tony is a fantastic promoter. He's been amazing. Yeah, considering he's not really got an experience in the business, he's just got a passion for the business. He's doing really well. Yeah, like he is putting on one of the best shows out there at the minute. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a couple of times now he's been like, you don't want to miss this and nothing happens. And it's like, mm. so maybe he needs to learn from his own kind of mistakes. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and just yeah. wait until Great. something's actually happening. Yeah. Before wait till in the building. Can. Um, but still, it was a good show. Um, there was one or two minor things that were all shites. And, you know, I didn't really see the whole um, Tony tweet thing, whatever, until after I'd watched the show. So it didn't really. I'm the same. I, th- I thought it worth worth mentioning for the discussion's sake. It never tainted my view of Dynamite because I never saw it. Tainted view. Um, <laughs> so for me, it gets a 3.5 out of 5. I thought it was solid. Good, uh, good show, good matches, um, one or two little things that I didn't like, but all in all, good, solid show. Yes, totally <laughs> agree. Totally Concur. agree. Uh, I'm a three on point. Yeah, yeah. Three point five. On, three I'm on a, point. I'm on a, I don't know. Yeah, I'm on a three point five as well. Yeah. You know, it was slightly better than NXT. I gave NXT a three. I know you didn't do it as favorably as I did. NXT, but shit. Whatever. NXT got a three. This gets a three point five because it was. Slightly better. It was. Um, and right. to be honest, your O'Shites echo my O'Shites. You know, I have no more to add in that sense. I just think overall, it was a really good show. Nice. It wasn't the best they've had, but a lot better than they've been. You know what? When you consider the last two weeks, they've not been as on par. I think this is a return to form in a lot of senses. Mm. So, Anthony, bring us home as we chat about the final show, which is SmackDown. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now. now, as far as SmackDown goes, and I'll even sit up for this. You ready? <clears throat> Here we go. Oh, don't do that. Move. Uh, so as far as the car goes, Carl, we open with a, a Drew slash Roman promo, surprisingly. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll talk a bit more on that, but Drew McIntyre rocks up. That's a plus. 
Then, uh, first match of the night, we have Apollo Crews going up against Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title, with Sami Zayn taking the win. Mm-hmm. We have a, a, a I'm going to call it a segment because it wasn't really a promo, but we have Sasha coming to the ring to be attacked by Carmella with involvement of Bailey. Um, so I'm going to call it a segment. We had that happen. We had uh, Otis going up against Dolph Ziggler because fuck it, why not? With Otis taking the win. We had Rey Mysterio going up against Seth Rollins for allegedly the finest, finest final time. Uh, with Rey Mysterio taking the win. We had the night closing out with a fatal four-way match between Liv Morgan, Tamina Snooker, Natalia Neidhart and Chelsea Green with Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan taking the win. And that was the card. Now, as far as the highlights go, Carl, um, and I seem to be doing this every week now, but Roman Reigns promo, fantastic. Everything I wanted and more. And obviously we had the inclusion of Drew McIntyre. Um the only bit that scares me with this, and I'm going to call it a highlight still, because I thought that the promo was great. The, the, the sort of history, if you will, was great. Um, this potential rivalry going forward is great, but this is all kind of hinged on, and I think you touched on it before when we talked about Raw, but this is all kind of hinged on, you know, Drew being the title holder down the line. And um, I'm a little bit worried about this because for me, I need Drew to win uh, this, this coming week on Raw for this to work. Now, Otherwise, I think it might piss the fans off a little bit because we've already started building up a feud that we can't have just yet. I don't know how you feel about that, Carl, but I, I was all for it, but it kind of has that slight sour to it because I'm like, well, he's not the champion yet, you know? Yeah, I think for me, it's like long-term planning. Um, I don't think we will see Roman Drew um, at Survivor Series. I think we might see it at WrestleMania. Um, so. Like, Don't get me wrong, it's something I want to see, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah. I think probably... They plan to have The Rock versus Roman at uh, Hollywood. Um, But that won't happen now due to circumstances. So I think they're trying to set the scene early um, to get Drew and Roman. It's a nice little dip your toe in the water kind of thing for them as well because they saw how well that was received. So they know that people want this match as well. Definitely. That's it. I'm going to let you sit in the awkward silence, Carl. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I mean, I was on mute. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. No. Yeah, yeah. You can mute people. Yeah. in the internet <laughs> so um, as far as the next highlight goes Carl and it might surprise you it was um, Apollo versus Sami Zayn because I was ready to hate this match because I thought what they were doing was going Sami Zayn versus uh, Bobby Lashley that's unrealistic let's let's put Apollo in the in the championship scene and then they can have that match in Survivor Series and I was ready to be really fucking annoyed with this but then Sami pulled it out of the bag and they played it in a way that kind of complements his match going to Bobby because you go, okay, so we managed to play the, the smart role rather than he's not got the brute force against Apollo either. So he played it cleverly and won. So then you, you end up almost helps the match for Survivor Series because you go, well, could he pick up the win? You know, could he outsmart Bobby? Mm-hmm. Bobby smash, but Bobby not think very much. <laughs> so um, I don't know how you feel about that match, Carl, but I was actually on for it. The minute Sammy won and the way it was executed i was like yeah this works for me. i'm not a massive sammy fan <laughs> i'm gonna throw it out there i think um i don't know like yeah i'm not a big fan to be fair so okay solid. fine well fuck you wow. anyway <laughs> harsh anyway next highlights for me carl and you've got to agree with this one surely surely is Liv Morgan taking the win in the Fatal 4-Way match yeah. becoming the next member of the Survivor oh, Series team? Yeah. Because Liv has had a really weird year when it comes to her booking because she's gone on a solo career and then not 
and then reunited with the Riot Squad and then kind of not. And now they're kind of back together but doing their own thing. And now they're kind of both in the Survivor Series team. So who knows what's happening. But Liv getting a, a incredible win in a in a in a fatal four-way match. Why the fuck not? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that except for the fact. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, obviously they introduced Chelsea Green to the show. Of course. Sorry, we did talk about it on the news, but we can't mm. gloss over that fact that it was a disappointing kind of result in some senses because of that and because of the subsequent injuries. Uh, kind of sours the whole match, I suppose. I mean, like for me, the result wasn't disappointing. It was the fact that they introduced Chelsea at a point where, like, if she didn't get injured, what was going to happen? Was Chelsea going to win? In which case, what happens to Liv? Like, I, yeah. you know, I'm a bit of a Liv Morgan Mark, as you probably know, because <laughs> I mention it quite often. Yeah, um, once or twice. <laughs> but, like, I just don't get it because I feel like she could be, like, for me, Liv Alexa is the feud, just like Charlotte. Um, what's the name? Charlotte Blair, sassy friend of the show, Lacey Evans. Lacey, <laughs> sassy. So edit all, <laughs> edit all that out. No, so, <laughs> shut up. Right. So Liv versus <laughs> Liv versus Alexa is a money feud, just like Lacey Evans versus Charlotte is a money feud um, mm. and neither of them seem to be getting the recognition they deserve. So Badly. if uh, Chelsea um, hadn't got injured, would she have taken um, Liv out of the match? I think she would have. I still, I still truly believe she wouldn't have, but I take your points. But yeah. I don't understand why you would introduce someone to a show as like a oh new acquisition and have a lose. Because you're WWE, damn it. Mm, because I don't know. Natty's going to take the loss no one else <laughs> Natty well, likes yeah. losses she takes them all the time I mean there is that but um, <laughs> I don't know I just yeah I think you probably wouldn't have done live which is it well with me you prefer if WWE do live I mean I would like to do um, for the <laughs> no, wait, hang on wait that's not what I mean I mean I would like execute do well yes that was it yeah okay mm. so as far as highlights go that was me, me last one. And okay, I, I take your point on some of the reservations you had there. But Liv taking the win, I think, is a good thing for her as a character. So that works. Let's move on to the old shites, shall we? Shall we? And I'm going to talk about the uh, the main one, let's say. And that is, um, well, firstly, the uh, the botched 619 from Rey Mysterio. <laughs> it's funny because I talked about his loss of eye should, be, should technically be affecting that. But there you go. Anyway, so he botched the 619. That was slightly funny. But... What's worse is the fact that he won, ultimately won the Rey Mysterio. No, he, well, he did win the Rey Mysterio match, I suppose, but he won the match against Rollins. Um, and then not so much against the match. That worked all right. And you know what? If this is going to end the, the extremely long fucking feud they've had, then fine. It's the fact that it's like, he's like, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, you're part of the family now, Murphy. I totally accept you. You you, you carry on with Aaliyah. You, you, you do what you want to do. It's like, why? Because he helped you beat Seth? Like, you're going to give away your daughter for that? Wow. So that was weird. Finally, you've proven yourself. Shag my daughter in a live sex show. <laughs> Why not? Edge did it. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, so that was, I, I'm like, okay, like, that was a really, very quick and very easy acceptance. He should have just helped mm. them out a long time ago and it would have either done and dusted a lot sooner, but there you go. Um, so, yeah, overall, once again, not too thrilled with the way the book and Rey Mysterio and Seth and all of that bollocks. Mm-hmm. 
My next one, Carl, is the fact that we had Otis versus Ziggler again. Again, and not only that, we had Bobby Roode looking like a little bitch. Not okay. this. This match yeah. did nothing for nobody. It made Bobby Roode look weak. It made Ziggler look weak. It made Otis look well, like Otis. But we've seen this match a lot before. The pair, like, because that's you know people. This is again WWE probably thinking that we're all goldfish. Like Ziggler and Roode got traded to Raw when it wasn't even the draft. They just got traded there randomly whenever. But before that, they were heavily involved in the Otis stuff. And we're meant to just forget that. And we're just going to return to form. You move them back over to SmackDown. And Otis feuds with the only two people on SmackDown that he's been feuding with for fucking years. There's plenty of other people to pick. Anyway, kind of annoyed me. Yeah. So let's talk about the Sasha Banks segment, Carl. The fuck was that? Like, do you ever just wonder whether WWE kind of just book things because they think, Oh, that'll get us some viewers. Like Sasha Banks, yeah, she's recently been in, in The Mandalorian. That's really popular. So we definitely want to have her on TV. And like, we haven't rose anything for that. That's fine. Just send her out to the ring. It's all good. Like, because what, what did this serve? What did this do at all? Okay, you could argue Carmella came in and attacked her. But she did that last week, so that didn't really achieve much. So what have we achieved here? Fuck all. Totally pointless with nothing to add to anything. <laughs> How do you feel, Carl? Um... I mean, I don't know. I think Carmella is something different. Um, is she? <laughs> well, it's not Bailey, so it's different. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, give <laughs> I think, you know, is she legit going to win? Probably not. But okay. um, I don't know. I don't mind it. I think the whole, like, the fact that Bailey was involved again and stuff, though, was a bit, okay, we're done. We are done with this. But um, Carmella, I think, fair play. Um, you know, I'm glad to see her back. Hopefully she can hang this time. With any luck. She can hang. She can hang. Thing is, like, now she's come back and she's untouchable, so... <laughs> like, I don't know, she's going to John Cena the fuck out of the women's division, I guess. Hey, uh, she will see in our meme <laughs> if you choose to watch. Weird life. Anyway, my last O'Shite is one that you probably saw coming, Carl. Natty, again. How is this woman not qualified for the Survivor Series team when she's been in every fucking qualifier? Because she's shit. But... How how have they involved in every qualifier? How is it like every single match they booked has gone like well yeah and Natty obviously <laughs> like this this main this main event could have been a triple threat. It didn't need Natty. She's already lost twice. Why did she need to lose a third time? This is ridiculous. This is almost as mm. bad as Lana getting put through a table seven times. Maybe not. I don't think you're understanding because she should. <laughs> we want her on the show, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that bit out. <laughs> Yes, we definitely do. What? I'd have Natty Gun? on the show. Yes, we do. You'd have Natty on the show. You know, you would. I mean, I would, I would have, have Natty. Natty be to be a half. A lot of things, but the show. <laughs> no, obviously I would. Yeah. Um, you know, jokes aside, I think Natty is, uh, you know, fantastic. She is a women's legend, a heart dynasty. Uh, oh, I feel kind of bad for her though because she seems to have moved into this veteran let's put people over kind of role mm. when she's never really hit her peak as a wrestler, if you know what I mean. So like she's never been massive, but now she's expected to put people like Chelsea Green over. No offense to Chelsea Green, it's just like a role kind of evolved without her ever hitting the big time. Which or is was she? Or did Chelsea intend to get injured? <gasps> what? Conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so that was my last O'Shea, Carl. Um, I just like no offense to Natty, but like, she, did she need to be in this match? Mm. So for me, Carl, this was family of two. There were some good matches there. The 
the you know the promo between Roman and and Drew was really good, and you know some of the stuff they're building up is great. Some of the matches were just totally pointless, and some of the promos were just totally pointless. So I'm going to give it a two. Yeah. Well, as with anything, I think that you score. I have to go lower. Um, it is yeah. just tradition at this point, and yeah, so we'll therefore do. I will give this show. Call you old half a point, Carl. Oh, I saw that coming. Oh. Um, yeah, one and a half. Um, I don't know. There was some decent bits. Like I like the fact that Drew was on the show. I like the whole thing with him and Roman. But all in all, yeah, it wasn't great. Um, I can't even give it a two. Like to be honest, probably most of the one point five was uh, Roman Drew. So Roman Drew, Roman Drew. So that was this week in wrestling. Yes. Was. Okay. Okay. We'd had one too many to drink by the time we got to Dynamite and stuff. No, we didn't. Who are you to judge? We'll fight you. <laughs> Me is outside. <laughs> but um, no, we've had a we've had an eventful night. We've spoke to the one and only Tony Knox. We have and about his experience, which reaches decades, Carl, in, oh, in the wrestling business. In the years and years. This uh, guy has been a legend ever since I met him many moons ago, and you know. He can. He, he continues to be a guy who is just full of stories. Has met everybody in the world. And yeah, this is the thing, the and I mean guy. this. I do mean this in the fondest way. Like I'm. I mean no shade at all when I say this, but you talk to him, and he's such a normal guy. Such a like, especially for us. Like he's, mm. he's kind of northern as well, so he, he feels just like talking to to one of our friends in a lot of respects. And then he'll just drop you with a bomb, like, oh yeah, you know. And, and there was a time I was there with Hulk Hogan and Bully Ray, and you're like. The fuck? Like even the uh, the whole Jake thing that he was saying yeah. was just like yeah, just mad. mad. So it's worth a listen, guys, because honestly, like he just drops it like it's a normal conversation. It's insane, but he's met some of the greats in the business, and he, he kind mm-hmm. of underplays it in some senses. But that's just his nature, I suppose. But um, yeah, he's met some of the some of the biggest in the biz. His photography work is awesome. Um, and we're going to link to that. Obviously, we we did in the interview as well. But um, you can check him out on Instagram, see some of his work there. But an absolute awesome guy, and I dare say a friend of the show. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, guys, we will see oh. you all next week. Yeah, we will. Enjoy. Take care. See you later.